Now, if I knew the one person I need to talk to, I'd take you to the minister's room and just talk to you all by yourself. But since I don't know who you are, I'll speak to everybody and scatter my seed. And then my seed going to fit where it belongs. And the rest can just blow it away. And Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man laying from his mother's womb was carried, though they laid dead at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. So ladies, you see that? They've been calling buildings beautiful now. To ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Again, ladies, let no man call you an angel because you're not a man. Who seeing Peter and John? <laughs> John about to go into the temple, ask an alms. A-L-M-S. In other words, give us some money. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John and said, Look at us. Sir, it's a long time we haven't been fishing. It's a long time we haven't sold any fish. And he gave heed unto them, notice, expecting to receive something of them. In other words, I need a handout. Give me a dollar or two. Then Peter said, Silver and gold, have I none? And the guy said, Next. Next. <laughs> but such as I have give I unto thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking, leaping, and praising God. Walking, leaping, Praising God. Many churches would not receive this guy. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which set for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened on to him. And that the, the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, and all the people ran together to them in the porch that's called Solomon's, greatly wondering. Can we pray one more time? Lord Jesus, tonight we're going to have a different night than every other night. The Holy Spirit, God, going to turn on us in a positive way and bless us in a way we've never been before and leave us with amazement and wondering what has taken place. I believe tonight, God, that the Holy Ghost desires to do a work, a quick work in our midst and bring to pass a miracle that we've never seen before. Hallelujah. I want you to talk to us, move upon us, impact us. Lord, we heard tonight that you're the same as the days of creation, that you have not changed. Therefore, we expect 
a repeat performance of the Holy Ghost in this service tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Verse 5. Expecting to receive something of them. You may be seated and give God the praise. And my title tonight is, and I'm going to ask you, unless you got infirmities, let me preach before you leave. Amen. And hang around and don't go back and forth so the Holy Ghost may want to talk to you. My title tonight is, When God Exceed Your Expectation. I don't think you heard me tonight. When God exceed your expectation, you don't know what to expect tonight. But I know you have an expectation. And I don't believe this man that was born lame, it never crossed his mind that the day would come that he could walk Leap, jump, run in the house of God. Everybody expected him to die that way. Born that way, live that way, die that way. But somebody forgot to tell him, when the apostolics are around, anything is liable to happen. When the Spirit of God is moving, you got to move. You may be black, you may be white, you may be yellow, maybe pink, but when God gets ready, you've got to move. There's a moving current in the place here tonight. There's a God that can move mountains. I was thinking about David, how he made the Psalms, aiming about the Lord is my shepherd. He must have wrote that after he killed Goliath. But my friend, everybody expected David to die. Everybody was run to David epitaph that he would die. That's what they expected. But God, hallelujah. I said, but God, but God exceeded their expectation. And the next thing I know, the head of Goliath was amputated. He was decapitated. They cut off his head. And Goliath did not see what he planned on doing. Because God exceeded David's expectation. He took his own sword and took his head off. I'm telling you right now, I don't know what you expect God to do, but there's a God tonight sent me to tell you, I can exceed your anticipation. I can exceed your expectation. I don't know what you expect me to do, says God, but if you tell me right now, I can exceed it now. Because God is not just going to forecast, but when you prophesy, He will perform what you prophesy. I'm talking about when God exceeds your expectation. He sat like He always did. Could it be your situation, which you have grown to accept, which is abnormal? God said, that's not normality. I want to tell you tonight, stop making the abnormal normal. And expect something 
you need to happen for you tonight. I don't know what you came to do tonight, but I came to praise the Lord. But I come tonight to sing and rejoice. I come tonight to have a roof over my head and food on my table, shoe on my feet, clothing my back, and then wear a crown of glory later on. I don't know what you came to do. It's not church as usual tonight. It's God said, I want to exceed your expectation. That man felt so disappointed when Peter and James and John, by the way, they weren't going to the temple. People weren't going there to pray. They're going to admire the, the gates, the walls. But something greater than the walls is in this place tonight. Hallelujah. The greatest act that happened tonight, what God does to you. I promise you tonight, you don't need to walk out the same way you walk in. You can go home differently. I can leave you with amazement. Amazing grace. How sweet it sounds. That save a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Hallelujah. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was crippled, but now I walk. I'm telling you, God can turn things around. Those crippled legs can be straightened out. Those blind eyes can be open. That ears can be unstopped. That miracle can happen at your door. Amen. God said, I can exceed your expectation. Hallelujah. And so said, give me some alms. Everybody always have sympathy on him. But this time, my friend, it's not sympathy he needs. He needs America. Maybe somebody here needs America in their marriage, in their home, in their family. Well, this is the night for you to hear a word from God. And the Holy Ghost is speaking. Let the church say Amen. Let the church say Amen. Amen. God has spoken. God has spoken. Let the church say Amen. Amen. I pray to the Lord. He sat there how many times? But this time God says, I got a surprise for you. I'm going to exceed tonight, today, your expectation. It's not going to be business as usual. Today, I won't make you a beggar. I'm going to make you better. Ooh, hallelujah. You won't be carried. You're going to walk out of here. You were carried in here. We're going to leap out of here. You're going to jump out of here. You're going to run and shout on your own two feet. My friend... I don't need computerized legs. Hello? Amen. And so Peter said, I don't have any money to give you, sir. But I got something better than that. I'm sure the guy said, next. But said, look on us. Look at us. In other words, we have been with Jesus. And everywhere he went, he was doing good. When the people saw him, the cripples start walking. As they should. And the blind start seeing. As they could. And the deaf start hearing. And he rubbed off on us. I'm telling you, church, somebody read tonight. We shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. 
Sometimes it's not physical sickness, it's mental sickness. Sometimes it's social sickness. Sometimes it's marital sickness. Sometimes it's parental sickness. Sometimes it's vocational sickness. But I don't care what the sickness says. God said, I can heal them all. There is nothing too hard for God to heal. There is no situation that God can give you jubilation in. There's no program that God can't change. God can turn a curse into a blessing. I'm trying to tell somebody, God said tonight, I won't exceed your expectation. Now his mom and dad is in for a shock. Somebody needs to hear me tonight. Your family is about to have a shock. And an awe. Because I, the Lord God, is about to do something for you. Said the Holy Ghost. I'm about to do something in your life. My God. He just said, I found a new life. If anybody asks me, what's the matter with me? Tell them I'm going to be saved. Sanctified, glorified, justified. My God, something has happened to me around here. God has exceeded my expectation. The devil expect you to have vexation tonight. But the rest of the year, this is the Holy Ghost talking to you. You're going to have jubilation. Ah, the Lord God going to raise you up and set you up on high and bring down those mountains that was against you and put them into the valley and oh, exalt the valley. Somebody need to know the vexation is over. Liberty is coming. Grace is coming. Disgrace is going out. Faith is coming. And the faith is going out. The reality of the Holy Ghost you're going to see the power of God like you've never seen before in your house, in your garage. Wow, hallelujah. God's about to do something. Somebody on the job, in your relationship, in the church. God said, I'm going to exceed it all. Woo. Somebody told me about the joy that I can have. I never thought it could be until it happened to me. But guess what? It can happen to you, 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 you. It can happen for you. If you will believe, if thou can believe, thou shalt receive. If you can confess it, you can possess it. How about to exceed, exceed what you expect of me, God said? <laughs> oh God Let the church say amen Let the church say amen Let the church say amen Clap it to the Lord I don't know if anybody ever told that guy Someday you will walk He says Not in this life I want to church The Holy Ghost says you don't have to wait for the rapture to be blessed on earth. God said, don't write me off in the future. I'm a now God is. 
I'm a now is God. God now is. God never was. God is. The divine isness of God. Always the present tense of God. Don't put God off for next year or 25 years. Now, now, them that hear His voice shall live. Those that believe the word shall conceive and bring forth promises and promises that become possession. I'm trying to tell somebody, God said, I want to exceed your expectation tonight. He's expecting to receive a handout and God will give him a footful. Hallelujah. And Peter stretched out a helping hand. Somehow in this building I see an invisible hand coming through the roof right now. Reaching over everyone in this building. Waiting for somebody to grab a hold of it and make contact with the hand of God. I hope somebody can raise that hand. And what's a miracle happen? Divine connection. Divine contact. When contact is made, power begins to flow. And God says, I know you came as business as usual. Let me tell you, there's a guy in the Bible called Zechariah. He's always gone to a prayer meeting. He's always lighting incense. But this time, God going to blow his expectation. He thought, all I'm going to do tonight is just light my little part and walk out. But God says, Zechariah, this is your night for divine visitation. How about to Oh, come on now. Go beyond your expectation. Zechariah gave up any hope of any chance of ever having a son. I don't know what you've given up on, but I'm telling you, you're making a mistake. Your mistake is wrong because your situation is determined where you're set. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only Jesus Christ I know can look a lump of clay and call it a jewel. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only Jesus Christ I know can look at a terrorist and call it a, a chosen vessel. Baffled your mind. Only God can do that. And Zechariah God said, Tonight or today, it's not going to be lighting as usual. An angel showed up. And Zechariah I know. I know what you're thinking. That it's no use. I might as well accept my wife's situation. She's going to die wishing she had. Honey, your wishing must turn worship today. Because I'm going to exceed your and her expectation. I don't even want you to call him Zacharias and make him an unbeliever. Call his name John. John the Beloved. Because he is going to prepare a way. But there was no way. Let me tell you, my friend, there are Zacharias in this building right now. Just like that man at the gate. God always waits till the nick of time. Well, the situation is so dead. And that man's foot is crippled. Zachariah's wife's womb is all shriveled up. 
and his strength is abated. And then God says, I know what you expect, but it's not happening for you. And look like it's all dead and gone. But honey, things dead to us is alive to God. Somebody need a revelation right now. Hallelujah. Jesus, though it was dead, yet shall it live. Surprise. God said, tell you tonight, make room for your surprise. I don't think you heard me. Make room for your surprise. Make room for your surprise. This is the beginning of your beginning. God is about to exceed your expectation and turn into jubilation. Such as I am as a preacher, I'm going to give to you. When the word of God is preached, it's mixed with faith. You shall profit from it. You shall not perish by it, but you shall profit from the preaching. This night, you're going to profit from my preaching. This night, you won't perish from the preaching and the teaching. But tonight, uh, your faith shall increase uh, above aiming the lower level of the old. Hallelujah. Step on the devil. Somebody help me. Step on the devil. Step on your hanger. Okay, God. Exceed that cup. That man just threw that cup away and said, I don't need you anymore. There's always somebody that's going to want to reverse your blessing. But I'm sorry for them. It's irreversible. What I said tonight is irreversible. It's irreversible. It's gone out of my mouth and it shall accomplish. That which God sent it to accomplish. I'm telling somebody right now, make room for your surprise. You know why God brought you here? To shake you up, shook you up, wake you up, set you up, bless you up, raise you up. Oh, come on, somebody. God sent you here tonight for a surprise. I've never seen it like this before, honey, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's just the beginning of the beginnings. My God is an awesome God. There's miracles and signs and wonders that await you if you will step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your hang-ups and get God or that little box you built for God. You can't box God up. You'll set God free. God want to operate outside the box. That man, the crippled man, start walking. <laughs> Expecting alms. And God touches legs. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody touch me. While I'm praying. It must be Jesus. Mm-hmm. This ain't no angel. It has to be Jesus. It has to be Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible said that man at the gate got up, leaped, jumped, and ran in the church, hanging on to Peter and John. Hallelujah. 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 Halleluj
you know, these guys haven't gone to prayer meeting yet. They're on their way to it. That's residual power. That's residual power in operation. Can you imagine a full force power? Can you imagine? Amen. Connected. Hallelujah. Just the leftover. Amen. The remnant of the Spirit of God move upon that man. He threw away the cup. Those who came to pick him up the night said he's gone. How did he left here? Did somebody just carry him? No. He walked out of here. You can walk out of here talking in tongues. I don't care what your mother tongue is. Let me tell you what your father tongue is. Stammering lips and other tongue. I'm going to speak to you. But Richie said, this is the rest. Where he calls the river to rest. Hallelujah. Abraham. God said, Abraham, I want to exceed you and Sarah's expectation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't help God out. God don't need your help. What God needs is your beliefs. Cheap as ever. Just some belief. God don't need the bank account or your checkbook. He just wanted to say, Lord, I believe you can do this. And in this church, God looking for someone to believe. Hallelujah. And Abraham, like Zacharias, gave up on his wife, gave up on his body, of expecting to have a son. But honey, God has a bigger plan for Abraham. He thought all there was was just to have Isaac, and that's it. But honey, when Sarah decided to die, God raised up Keturah. Every one of us got a Keturah. After your Sarah died, there is a keturah because what God put in your loins was not just meant for one moment only. It's a manifold blessing. You know what manifold means? And Abraham did not stop having sons and daughters. I thought he couldn't have any kid. I thought his strength was abated. But God exceeded Abraham expectation. God said, don't limit me to Isaac. Most preachers limit Abraham just to Isaac. But Keturah had sons and daughters for Abraham, which he blessed and saw that outlived Sarah. I'm trying to tell you, when God, even the crumbs have the same nutrients. <laughs> God exceeded Abraham's expectation for just a son. Isaac was not all in your loin. Hallelujah. Nations are in your loin. The 25th chapter, verse 1 to 2. And Keturah had sons and children for Abraham. That's not what he thought could happen. Hello. Isaac, he thought, was the only thing. God's going to bless him with church. Your eyes have not seen. And not into the hearts of men what God prepared to do for you this year. 2015 is a year of making room for surprise. I said, God's moving on you with His big old amen, semi, semi, semi truck coming there with all the blessings. It was too much. Just to get to Isaac alone. Come on, somebody. 
Did you know that Abraham had more sons than Isaac? Isaac only had two, but Abraham had a whole lot more. When God starts blessing you, you're going to multiply, 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 multiply. Honey, you may not have got started yet, but when you get started, it won't stop. It will keep on, keep on, till He comes. Hallelujah! Here's Isaac. Isaac thought, well, I've got to go down to another land to get to my benefit. There's a famine here. Let me tell you, famine in your life don't mean run. Tough times and hard times. If you got tribulation in your life right now, it's a setup for a bless up. <laughs> the hotter your battle, the sweeter your victory. The greater the temptation, the more powerful the joy that's set ahead of you. Count it all joy when you find yourself in the midst of trials. And temptation, it didn't come to overthrow you. It come to elevate you. It come to set you up. Because after the trial, amen, come triumph. After the problem, come your possibilities. I'm trying to tell somebody, after fear, come divine favor. God set you up for divine expectation. I'm not just talking. God said, when the preacher preach, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say, I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Come on, somebody. Raise those hands and give God the high praise. You know, Anna, Anna just prayed for one sentence. One lousy son she prayed for. And she thought that's all God could do. And I said, Anna, I'm going to show you. I'm going to exceed your prayer. She had five more sons and daughters. Hallelujah. God said, I'm not limited to your prayer. Your prayer is just a door opener. Hallelujah. Anna, God, exceeded her expectation. Amen. And here is Isaac planting in a land that was barren and famine stricken. And God told him, stay right here because every problem you have is an opportunity for divine intervention. If you keep on running, I can't work miracles. You've got to have a, your back against the wall that I may become your kid Galahad. I want to come and show you I'm your papa. I eat all the spinners you want me to eat. And I'm coming to rescue you. Wonder Boy is coming down the road. Ah, my friend, don't worry. Hold on! Still, Jehovah, still is your will to go forward. That sea before you won't stop you. Because God can make a way through the Red Sea and make become a dry land. And God, hallelujah, told this man, don't move. Don't go anywhere. Wait on me. And watch me turn a parched ground into a beautiful oasis. And he planted that year. And the Bible says, He alone, He alone had one hundredfold 
in return on his investment that everybody in Gerar was envious of him because God exceeded his expectation and they knew it and they saw it and they envied. I'm telling your family, you're going to have to lick your boots when they see when God began to raise you up. They think your God is dead. They're saying, where is your God? Let him deliver you, honey. When he rise up and start pushing the curtain of opportunities, you're going to climb the ladder of Jacob. Somebody needs to realize, make room for your coming surprise. There's coming a surprise. Make room for it. It's time to excel. It's time to go exceeding beyond expectation. Whoa! Never figured when I walk into the city wanting a job. I never forget what he did to me. He said, "I'm going to cover up my hands and write what I think you're worth for a wage per month." He said, "You write and I write, and we want to show each other, and then we'll expose our hands." He was ten times or a hundred times more than I had on my paper. He said, obviously, I think more of you than you think of yourself. I want to tell you, God, see you in a bigger light than you see yourself. In your situation, you call yourself grasshoppers. But God said, you're not a grasshopper. You are a mighty force. To deal with. Rahab is still wondering what's keeping you back. I know sometime your God going to give you this land. I, and she said, what kept you back? I'm telling you, it was ten horrible naysayers. Don't let naysayers keep you back from getting what you're supposed to get. Don't let naysayers keep you in the wilderness. you got to get out of the wilderness. You can't stay in that problem forever. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm telling you right now, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what your problem is. I don't care how tough it is. You can't stay in that problem forever. There must come a time when God pull you out. There must come a time when a rope come down to you and drag you out. There must come a time when you shake it off like Joseph and God exceed expectation. You plan to go back to prison, but God said, no, you're going to the palace. I'm going to exceed expectation. I'm trying to tell somebody, you're not going back to the prison. You're going back to the palace because make room for your surprise. Woo! Whoever this person is, you're in this building tonight. I didn't miss it somewhere. I'm just giving you a cloud of witnesses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nobody in this church will be in the same crisis forever. So help me God. It's win or lose. There must come a climax. But I hear a word from heaven. Even losers win. Sometimes. And I've got a right to know. Is this my show? Or my time to go? Come on somebody. Make room for your surprise.
this widow. <laughs> she has an idea that her situation is permanent, and she's got no husband, and she's going to make her last meal and die. That's what she expected, to make her last meal and die. Call for the undertaker. But guess what? We have an overtaker that defeat undertakers. In this church, there's no such thing as impossibilities. In this church, all things are possible to them that believe on Jesus Christ, who came from the dead. Come on, somebody say amen. Come to Jesus. Hallelujah. And so say, I'm going to die. You know, some of you have accepted the situation. Said, I will always be that way. I'm going to live to see you get up out of that pit. I'm going to live to see you walk out of that situation. I, Trevor Nee, are going to be around to watch you walk out of it. And you're going to say, now I know that you are a man of God. Now I know because I, I, I never thought it could happen to me until it be for me. I never thought it could be until it happened for me. Somebody told me about the joy that was coming. And I never thought it could be. But now I've got it. 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 You need it. You need it. There's something about the Holy Ghost I can't explain. But I've got it. What do you got? I got the promises of God. I got the premises of God. I've got the word of God. I got the protection of God. I got the perseverance of God. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Now clap hands to God. Shukamah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. She said, I'm going to die. And, to, and God knows what she's thinking. And God chose an excuse, an alibi, to change her mind. God is looking for a way into your problem. Mm. Make room for the Lord of sorrow. You see, Mary wanted Jesus to be a healer of Lazarus. But he had bigger plans. Bigger plans than that. He wanted her to know him as the resurrector. Which exceeds healing. He said, I was glad. I was not here. Because you probably would have talked me into healing him. And you wouldn't know who I am. So I, I deliberately delayed until this dead and stinketh. Let me tell you, friend, one thing about manure. If it piles up, it's a problem. But when it spreads, it does good work. I don't think somebody got it. I left the kindergarten still. After promise what he just said. Hello, somebody. By now it's stinketh. And Jesus Christ said, I'm sweet Jesus. I can sweeten the pot. Hallelujah. Some of you like the guys up said, Oh, Master, Master, there's death in the pot. 
He said, what's the problem? There's death in the pot. He said, get the branch and throw it in. That branch is Jesus. I stem from the house of Jesse. Can somebody hear me? I'm telling you right now, I see every pew in this church filled. So help me God. He said, Pastor Neil, what's wrong with you? When I take my glasses off, I see filled. When I put my glass off, I see it empty. It's a matter of what I got on, my friend. Ah, come on now, somebody. Get your glasses off and see like God sees it. Gotta anoint your eyes. Hallelujah. Please stop planning the obituary of your loved one situation. Give up that garbage. I'm asking you to go home and make room for surprise. That stinking situation that you put a wall to to separate you from the stench. I'm going to ask you to move the wall. I know it stinks, but move the wall anyhow. Take down the wall that separates you. And bring Jesus in the picture. Hallelujah. And the man said, you know what? Make me a cake. Well, Lord, certainly. I know you man, I got to respect you very much. But look, don't lie to me now. After this cake, we're going to die. We're going to die! Who said? You said. God didn't say that. God did not say what you wrote off, he's dead. You said it's dead. You put it there. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. You don't have a dead situation that I can't resurrect. You don't have a problem that I can't solve. He said, there's nothing you can bring to my table that I got stumped on. You can't surprise me with the problems you got. You can't show me nothing I can't handle. All you got to do is make room for surprise. I'm going to tell you why Jesus Christ cried over Lazarus. He did not cry over Lazarus. He cried over his sisters who lost faith in him. Hello. But back to the story of the meal. The Bible said she went in the barrel and she obeyed the man of God. And she knew she took everything out of that barrel. She knew she did. And she baked that cake. And that old laser preacher, that fat preacher, fat like Brother Neil, came to see his shoe. Got to see my shoe. That's how fat he is. You know, my God. He went, give him some water. Burp, burping. He's picking his teeth. Put the cornmeal of his teeth. He said, now I go, go, go make a cake now. Preacher, don't mock me. I'm not mocking you. Go make a cake. Well, sir, I left that barrel empty. I know it's empty. Got turned upside down. I shook it right up. Everything came out. There's no false bottom in that thing. But when she went there and she turned upside down, she couldn't turn it. Got kind of heavy. She scooped. Meal came. 
Oh, maybe I made a mistake. Next day, same thing. Same thing. Almost for three years, it continued that way. God exceeded her expectation. She expected to die, but she was among the survivalists. She's a survivor. You hear about cancer survivor? She was a drought survivor. She survived till the rain came. She survived. And somebody here, I'm telling you, even though you got the same problem your neighbor has, you will survive your situation. It will turn for good. I, the Lord, will turn around. It will change in my time. You better hear him. On time the bell runs out, it was after the man of God left. Let's worship God. <clears throat> One of these young Pentecostal future preachers says, God have not changed. Out of the mouth of babes and suckling. I want to tell you, mothers, when you lost faith and confidence, would you please turn to your babies and ask them, what's God saying? Would you please turn to your little daughter and son and say, what did God said? Because God can't talk to you. Amen? You're too intellectually screwed up. Amen? Messed up. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. You know, Ruth... Did not have a promise. And she didn't have a protection. And she didn't have a progenity. Yet she'd make a leap of faith. And little did she know, she was in for a surprise. In the church of Bible, the farmers only leave the windrow trash behind. And by some Weird imagination, a little remnant of grain might be left. She was picking up trash. Hallelujah. And she couldn't join the other girls because she was not a Hebrew girl. She was an outsider. Can you come bowl it tonight in the midst of angels and cherubim seraphims and come boldly and make your needs known? And say, God, hallelujah. I want to go to that breast of yours and get my milk tonight. I want my nutrients tonight. You see, you guys don't know how to handle God. You have to know how to handle Jesus. And Ruth, eventually, trash became treasures. She started by picking up trash, but God exceeded that even Naomi was shocked. They always say, where have you been? It doesn't happen at all in Israel. Nobody who trailed behind the reapers ever come home with that abundance. God says, but you're special. You left all that for me. Now I'm going to leave all that for you. Come on, somebody. You left all that for me. I'm going to leave all of this for you. 
Somebody to hear me tonight. You didn't come in this church just to be to be depressed and oppressed. You didn't come here to find trials and tribulation. No, my friend. It just comes to show you what you had. But I'm going to tell you how I'm going to get you out of it. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Ain't that blind man? And he cried, Oh, Jesus. That's another one. Come and help me. Amen. When he backed off his coat, he said, I'm making room for surprise. I need to change the life. You see, some of you don't, don't believe. If you start moving tonight, I'm telling you, you can have a seven-day miracle in your life. Amen. And there's no reason why it could happen. Because we read on Tuesday night, God said, I can do anything. It was anything. What's are you asking my name? Let the church say amen. Amen. And so Ruth became the owner. Now you boys, listen to me very carefully. Jesus had a situation. Everybody calculated what can't be done. Hallelujah. Be careful who you talk to. Because only God can fulfill your anticipation and your expectation. Amen. Stop putting God in a human box. No expectation in this church tonight is too high for God to attain to. Mm. He can exceed, exceed all of our Expectation collectively, individually, right now. Hallelujah. He can exceed it. Now unto Him that is able. My God is not disabled. He is able to do immeasurable, greater than expected, greater than imagined. Greater than think. Greater than ask. Greater than calculated. And He can break the yoke off your neck. He can heal your problems. He can solve your situation. He can stop your adversary right to their tracks. Somebody need to hear me tonight that make room for excitement. Make room for surprise. God is about to do it. I went to God the church with cry like Mary. Be unto me. Mary got some good advice. Do as he says. Be unto me. She don't talk too much. But when she talks for it, it's miracles. You want a healing? God said, no, in the morning I'll get resurrection. He got power to change and rearrange things you're going through. Jesus Christ can change the issue of blood. All she wanted was just a healing. But he gave her peace of mind. No longer will you see a physician because you've seen a prophet. Jesus. The demoniac wanted healing deliverance. But God gave him liberty and beyond that purpose. Go show your friends. The lepers want to be cleansed. But one came back and Jesus went beyond in expectation and made him whole. I'm trying to tell somebody, it's time to step into super abundance. 
it's time to step into exceedingly and above and beyond. Amen. Let you ask or think or imagine. God is looking for a situation for miracles. God will not work a miracle if I have $10 in my pocket and say, God, give it a $10 meal. It's a joke. Go uh, ten thousand dollar flight, and only have ten dollars. Then can God provide the other zeros? Can He provide it? The problem with us is that we forget who God is, what God is capable of. We forgot that He can accomplish greater things than He can ask or imagine. That God is here to help, not to discourage. God is on my side. Can I say amen? Amen. But don't let your situation limit God's ability. Because it will not do it. It may stop you from seeing the answer. But it cannot arrest God's ability. It cannot disrupt God's capacity. It cannot reduce God's capability. It will not stop God's availability. So you might as well plug in and realize situation you come to pass. I've learned by experience, take it to Jesus. He's the only friend who cares and understands. There is no other, there is no brother that can solve my situation. Let God turn your obstacle tonight into opportunity. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let God turn my situation into divine salvation. Let God turn my fear into divine favor. Let God take my problems and make it my possibilities. Let God take my longing and become my belonging. I'm trying to tell somebody, God can do greater than you expect tonight. What do you want God to do? One of the most shocking things I hear Jesus Christ said to the twelve was, up to this time you have not asked me to do anything. Some of you have not learned how to pray. God says, ask, disobey. <laughs> Only homeless people beg. But children ask. And I find that any family, the child that asks the best get the most. The most arrogant one get nothing. Shrugged off. Sit down, boy. Sound girl. Then there are those who knows how to get to the back pocket. Get into the purse. Amen. God is planning for your future right now to exceed the expectation. Well, Pastor Neil, you're just talking. Well, of course I'm just talking. What do you think I'm doing? Miming? What do you think I'm doing? I'm glad you recognize I'm talking. Are you listening? God has planned big plans for your future that exceed the expectation. Oh, I wish you guys were upstairs in that mistress, uh, that men meeting upstairs. I, I wish the guy, Brother Mild, would give you a copy of that tape. Get off him. 
You need to get it, Freddy. You need to get it. Because I'm, I'm, st- I'm still turned on by it. Mm, divine contractor. Some of you tonight need to do like the mafia. Take a contract out on the devil. I don't think you heard me. Take a contract out on him and put him down. Shot him up. Hallelujah. You don't know it, but the devil is scared of this church. Amen. This ain't no pop church. It's a top church. What God is capable of accomplishing, let's remind yourself, He can exceed. He can proceed. Right now, somebody can command Him concerning the works of His hand because you're here and a joint here of Jesus Christ. You are the body of Christ. So you talk like you're your praying. Oh God, where are you at? He's right here. He's right inside here. The devil says, okay, saints of God, stop. Please, lower your expectation. No. God wants you to come here and be extravagant. God has a plan greater than you can imagine for your personal life and our collective life. God demand us to have forward faith. Step out of your situation and step into your possibilities. Tonight. Hallelujah. Decide that I will not let my negative thoughts decide how I conduct myself. When I go to the prayer room, I'm going like a shareholder. I'm a joint here. I got a say in decision making. Positive result bring positive action. Have you forgotten how powerful your God is? David didn't. Everybody saw the giant for what he had. David saw what he didn't have. Israel saw herself as being a little grasshopper. But Caleb said, now, let's go whip their hide. Your God can accomplish amazing things through your confession. But your mouth confession is made. God taught me many years ago, I determined how long I stay in a situation. said, by your confession... You're justified or you're petrified. What are you confessing? God can be trusted. Let Him exceed tonight your expectation. You come begging all, but tonight go home. Jumping, leaping, shouting, praising. I told Caleb, Caleb, what is wrong with you? You can play any kind of music you want to. Step out boldly and start doing this. And do that. And command those fingers to obey you. And so help me, God, the Holy Ghost, will take a hold of those fingers. And they will play like you've never seen them done before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. you got to make up in your mind. 
sit right there and say, I'm going to play this thing. So these ivory, these beautiful ivory, I'm going to master it. When they see me come, I'm going to tremble. Hallelujah. They're going to see me, oh, they're going to, they're going to get music out of me. Ooh. When that old organ city coming, my foot coming, says, you you got the foot stomper coming. Here he comes right here. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell somebody, my friend, the devil don't like when you are bold. Amen. And you take a leap of faith. I want somebody right now to take a leap of faith. Let God plan for you beyond where you are. Or what you think or expect right now. I told God, when I get down this pulpit, I want to be anointed. I want to take this and that. I want you to shake me up. Look at this. Hi. Bless the Lord. Not from me. I want to roar. I want to thunder. I want to lift up my voice like a trumpet. God. Plan is greater than we can imagine. God will turn nothing into your abundance. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. When I was trying to court my wife, fellas Neil. You see, here she said, there he goes again. You talk to me long enough, I can talk about you now. Because I conquered. My last word in England was, I came, I saw. And I conquered. I conquered. I got more no's than the devil ever got. But I knew that God could do exceedingly. My God hold all those cattle plus, plus that gal, that cowgirl there. I said, God, let me last of that girl. Okay. Hallelujah. I, I, hear, I could hear her singing, I got mine, Jesus, I got mine. Satan threw his net at me, but didn't caught him time. I got mine away, God. I said, no, Jesus. Step into my boat, God says. And I brought God in my boat. And like Peter, I'm about to go home empty, empty net. Many of my net crying over it. But God said, Peter! Yes, Lord. Cast your net on the other side. In this church, at least there are, what, five millionaire potential in this church. And I'm oh hang on. Within a five year period, a million dollars. And I don't mean buying a lot of lot of either. Oh no, I don't mean buying a lot of but if you do buy make sure you pay tithes before you go to hell. <laughs> On your way to hell pay your tithes please so at least I got my share. <laughs> On your way to hell, do that, please. The devil had that money long enough. What time God gets it? Amen. Peter caught a hundred and fifty-three fishes. Church, I have a promise for you from God. He said, "Tell you, no good thing will I withhold from you, right now." And I could say something very dangerous, but I won't say it because you're too literal. I won't withhold from you right now, he said. God says. I'll give it to you. Now, I'm just getting late stage temperature, but I want you to go back and chew on this. 
You have an extra stomach inside of you for chewing your cud. Praise God. God exceeds Abraham's expectation. God exceeds faith expectation. God is planning for your future and exceeds your abundance in the future. How do you believe that? You know, I got some friends in the States. They want me to preach. You know, I think I'm offering them in the States when I do. And, and folks give always tremendously because they always believe when I say it's going to happen. It always does happen. So I got a name, a reputation. I pick up offering for them. But I didn't, I didn't ask for that position. But they just gave it to me. They said, well, it always works. But you know, folks, it's not that it works. God works. God is not about to let you down. Not to let you down. You know, hallelujah. Amen. This is not like the PWE game where the parents have to watch, can't watch their kids play. God's watching on the field. God said, I will exceed your ableness. You will not have any lack. God said, I want to exceed the expectation. There is no hopeless situation tonight for God in your life. Can you believe that? Now, I want you to think real hard. That thing that spurn you and burn you and hurt you and make you get mad and cry and bawl at night and make you cry all the tears. I want you to apply that right now in your situation. You hate it. You despise it. Because I tell you, it's not hopeless. It's not without possibilities. Nothing that you have gone, gone through your life is beyond God's ability are too difficult for God to handle. Isn't that wonderful? When I go home, I know God can handle my situation. God said, I, He has power and capacity to turn things around that's going contrary to you at your house, in your job. Nothing takes God by surprise. My boss told me one time before I, I decided to quit that when I, he said, every, every Friday, give me a report, which is very unusual. I supposed to get it once a month. Well, he wants to get rid of me, right? So he's doing that thing. He said, when I come from holiday, I want you to do that. I want you to do that every, every, every week. You know what I said? I said, God, when he comes, demote him. Let him not sit back in that chair. You know what God did? God did what I said. He never came back in that office. He lost the control of the entire department. And they put him in a... In a, in a over a position that doesn't exist is over nobody but himself. And finally, he got escorted off the site. I left with a, a cake six inches thick, 12 inches wide, but two foot long, and full of icing and nice cake. I left at my own leisure. I'm telling you, your friend, God can deal with your Goliath. Let's praise God. God said, tell you, I won't fail you. God says, His ability is unlimited. God says, your hopeless situation has opportunities for God to perform miracles. I'm listening for a cry. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing. I'm listening for a cry. I was in church. Did I hear this preach? I cried. I cried to the Lord. And the Lord heard me. And delivered me. Because 
It was required in battle. When you cry, God said, I will show up. Why don't you cry? Why don't you cry? God is about to do something big in your home life. Come on, church. Come on. Ask God something outlandish right now. Come on, situation. Ask God. Mm, God. Would you stand there? God, I'm going to ask you right now. Outlandish. I must remind myself God is capable. He can be trusted. God didn't send me here to let you down. God said, let me tell you tonight, your case is a divine privilege for God to perform miracles. My wife loved to tell me about the price changes in the stores. And when I go shopping, she says, I wish I didn't take you. Because she has to discuss every price tag. Can you still sing after all that? She discussed every price tag. Well, I, I talk to myself. I will not get a nervous breakdown because the economy goes up and down. You want ten dollars? I paid ten dollars. Yes, there was nine dollars. I paid ten. No big deal. The gas price goes up. So what? I can bump the gas bill. My tank don't know the difference in price. Click, 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 click. So see, God and I never have a problem, and I never run into a problem either. Hello, Hallelujah. I go, I go to the restaurant I want to eat. I don't say, well. Is this chicken or pork? I just what? Just eat. And just burp. And give God thanks. Wash it down with water. Hallelujah. When I go buy a soup, I said, does it fit? Come halfway, it's not my size. Praise God. Praise God. What I'm trying to say is, God is there all the time to exceed what you need. Let's praise Him right now. My wife don't know this. When I caught my wife to marry her, I didn't own a suit. I didn't own furniture. I didn't own anything, and she didn't know anything. And the Holy Ghost didn't tell her anything. Either she didn't have the Holy Ghost or God was keeping a secret from her. I didn't tell her anything. I just proposed. This dumb guy to propose to somebody way across the Atlantic in Europe. Can't even find a plane fare to get there. Have no credit record except school record. Hallelujah. But you know what? It's not about me. When God makes your promise, you also make a pathway. I remember my dad said, Boy, them take you out. He took them by by the, the, the front room furniture. He did. Hallelujah. Well, I couldn't find a place to rent. And they wouldn't give me anything. I was too young. I figured young boys are regular guys. And 
rock music. I said, don't want me because I figure I'm on drugs. I said, no, I'm a Christian. Oh, you're in there. Right, right, right in there. I got in. I said, Kim, I had no suits. I said, God, let somebody buy me some suits because in the world, don't wear suits, wear sneakers. And they gave me all the suits I needed. And now, I need credit to do some business. I got no credit record. Somebody starts searching for me, which is dangerous. But when God is on your side, He'll blind anybody to help you. I mean, I said, I'm the girl in church who was dancing in the spirit, and her friend kept hitting her. Be careful how you jump. It's my shoes. It's my dress you got on. Don't sweat too much. <laughs> don't dance. Don't, don't break the heels. Nothing I had on was for me. It was all given to me. When I got to the, the place where the wedding is, I don't know absolutely nobody in that church. Not a person except her. I could tell the preacher don't like me either. Because <laughs> I'm there away is one of his girls. And those boys didn't like me either. But I went there like Joseph. got Jesus in my side. Hallelujah. And I kept my mouth shut. I kept my distance until the day of the wedding. Hallelujah. And while he was saying the sermon, I wish he would hurry up and say to the pastor, I want to get out of there. And take her out. Oh, hallelujah. And when she said, I do, I knew. I got her. And somewhere in East Road Airport was 747 waiting to take her on wings of glory. But it all happened one day and I was looking at her passport that night when she came to Canada. I thought if she come to Canada she lost the case. She made the mistake came to Edmonton I said, girl, I got you. you. She didn't know I said that. You're done. She, she go from, from England to Toronto to Jamaica. This poor guy can't go anywhere except work and home. She didn't know that either. You know, God can blind people's eyes and make, make brows look like gold. Hello? And church, here I am tonight in my presence is this wonderful girl. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Don't give up in asking. Don't give in to the devil's suggestion. God can turn your situation around. He said, till I come, think big. You're not going to drown. You will not starve. You will not die. You will not fail. Just get room for surprise. Bobby has right now, please. The young lad said tonight, and I hope they believe what they're saying. He hasn't changed. He has not changed. 
The serpent bit Paul, and they expect him to drop dead, and he didn't die. God exceeded their expectation. Now, I know you came to the altar before several times in a call like this, but don't you forget that Zechariah did the same thing. How many times Zechariah came and lit that light and nothing happened? And when the last time he did it, he didn't expect it. But God worked a miracle for him. Why don't you walk out and believe that you have a miracle in the making for you this year? Abraham thought he was limited only to Isaac. But God exceeded that. Did you know that Hannah had five more boys and girls? Five more boys and girls. God didn't limit her to just Samuel. Five more boys and girls. I'm calling somebody tonight. Slip into your surprise room. What do you expect? I can't even find a song to sing about this one. I'm preaching about miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm talking about supernatural happening in your personal life that you can have a testimony like everybody else. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Step in your supernatural room. Let the church say amen. America, when last you had America? When last you had a supernatural visitation from God? When last God did something supernatural in your life, in your family, and your job?